Hello and welcome back to Deep Shit Podcast. I am Orla McKeating and this is a part of my isolation series where I share some musings, some thoughts, some tips and tricks and some of my views on how we're all coping during this global pandemic that is COVID-19. So I hope you're all doing well, staying safe and sane. Today I am chatting about lockdown as a single parent. So I am a single parent of a boy called Elliot who's seven and he is kind of an okay age to be in lockdown with. We are having a lot of fun, there's good days and bad. Um, having connected with quite a lot of single parents online in the last couple of weeks. I know that a lot of us are struggling and it can be really, really isolating and difficult. So I'm going to share my views on that and share some tips and I would love you to connect with this. The power of community is amazing. So reaching out and chatting and sharing ideas and stories is really helpful too. So please do that if you're listening. So at the minute in the UK, there are 1.8 million single parents and they make up a quarter of families with dependent children. So that's one in four. And that has actually been pretty much the same for the last 10 years, which I find quite interesting. So 90% of single parents are women, which does not surprise me at all, but there are also a lot of awesome single fathers out there. And apparently, which I find really interesting, single parenting lasts on average five years. So I'm behind on that one because I have been a single mother for seven years. So I suppose all parents are struggling at in this really strange time. I think single parents can be quite a vulnerable section of society. There is a massive strain of balancing being a good parent and a worker and holding everything together as well. So parents, you know, where there's um, two parents, two adults in the house, you can maybe take an hour each, or I know people who take a cup morning and afternoon, they share it. Ultimately, what I kind of struggle with is that it's just non-stop and there's no chill. And also for the emotional backup as well. Where you, where you do you have another adult to chat to, to bounce off ideas, frustrations and things like that. When this first hit, the first thing that I worried about and a massive issue with all single parents is finance. So a lot of people are, are really, really struggling with, with financial stress at the minute. And without savings, it can be so challenging and the uncertainty of it as well. So how, where are you going to have a job? Are you going to have income? Where is money going to come from? The good thing that I've noticed is that I'm spending less. So there's less, um, Elliot does drama quite a lot and there's less outgoings for that which is helpful, but I'm spending so much on food. So, things that add to the stress for us were things like going to the supermarket. So there was some things in the media about children not being allowed inside some supermarkets, which stressed me out. And then there's the stress of extra costs. So, 
where you might get free school dinners, you're spending a little bit more on food, you're in the house all day long. So the cost of heating, gas, water, it all just adds up and adds to it. So co-parenting as well, even though I don't co-parent, I know quite a lot of, of people have connected with them online who do co-parent. Um, it just causes stress for parents and the kids about maybe difficult questions and situations about knowing the right thing to do in terms of co-parenting. Is it okay that they go to the other parent? And how does that, how does that stay consistent? And it's just another add-on to potential melt. Then there's the real anxiety of actually getting sick. So if a parent or a child starts to have symptoms, who's going to look after the children? And if both get symptoms at the same time, what will the impact be on the emotional and mental well-being? And then what if one or both suppose the parent more ends up in intensive care or dies it's something that has entered my head what's going to happen with the child in that situation so it's all extra stress so it's a really highly stressful time but that all sounds quite down but i wanted to share with you the tips that i have been using on myself and kind of asked around for other um single parents and how they're coping during this time um while i was talking there about uh you know if if there's symptoms in both people in the family staying in non-stop i have found getting outside has been such a lifesaver for us so i've been getting up at six in the morning and getting some work done for an hour or two hours and then having a quick breakfast and going outside and getting fresh air. And personally, I find that is the best start to the day. I'm way more productive in the morning. It's actually only 7am here at the minute. And it just means that any extra pressure of getting work done throughout the day has gone because I've got that done in the morning. If there is extra tasks to do during the day work-wise, I just allow Elliot to have screen time or outdoor time. And then I sit down for an hour and I'm just strict with it. And that way I have a little bit of routine and getting the main things that need to be done, done. And then, and then the rest is kind of for homeschooling, for spending time with Elliot, for cooking, baking. I'm doing so much baking, oh my goodness. So my six tips on lockdown survival as a single parent. So the first one, self-compassion. Really take time for you where you can even if it means putting the kids in front of the tv for a while during the day it doesn't matter if it means letting them play where you can hear them and having a bath reading a book laying on the sofa or even when they're in bed in the evening take time for you what works for me is having a bath in the evening when elliot's in bed and just go in with a book there's no screens there's no distractions and that's meditative time for me i don't meditate but I find that time just really therapeutic. It's my time, I'm reconnecting with me, I'm breathing, I'm finding calm, and it helps a lot. Number two, less pressure on you. So it's important to accept that this is happening 
and accept it as a new normal, which is really difficult, but once the acceptance is there, then you can just take life at a slower pace and be kind to you while you're doing it. There's a lot to fit in. There's pressure on the homeschooling, being a carer, balancing work in the home and the work from outside. And plus under lockdown is a lot with homeschooling as well. Whenever this started, I was, you know, I'm going to do nine to two and it's going to be awesome and I'm going to schedule it and it's going to be great. You know what? If I get an hour done, I'm happy enough. I've noticed with Elliot, he's seven, his concentration isn't great. So even if we need to get through a couple of exercises and do one little reward system, like a suite or go and play outside for a while. And then I'm kind of using daily things as life lessons. So putting the tablet in French, he does French lessons as well, or having a baking class or teaching him how to clean. This is what we use in life later on. And, you know, just take it easier, go easier on yourself. Number three, connect. So during such an isolating time, checking in with other people has been vital for me. So I suppose in terms of single parent isolation, there's a lot of single parent groups on social media and in your community you could connect with, which are a great support. Knowing that someone else is going through the same things is a real comfort. Uh, in terms of other adults, set up Zoom calls for your family. We do a family one every day and it's great. Um, with friends, leave voice messages. I find that hearing people's voices is awesome. We do some gate chats. So mum and dad live a while away. So we walk down, stand at the gate and talk to them. And it's amazing. It's the best we can do with what we have now. So... That's how I would connect. Even Zoom calls or FaceTime calls for your children with other children is also really helpful. Number four, celebrate the wins. Celebrate all the wins, even the little triumphs. You get up today, amazing. You fed your kid and you survived, amazing. You managed homeschooling and your outside time, amazing. Celebrate it all, it's a really tough time. Celebrate. Five, Accept offers of help. If people offer, accept. They're offering because they want to help you. So lose the ego and just say yes. If it's doing a food shop or leaving off things, topping up your gas, you are entitled to assistance as much as the next person. You're valid and you're worth it. And if someone wants to help, accept it. We need it. We really need it. And we need this support. And number six, Follow the guidelines. This seems really obvious, but it's so important to follow all the government guidelines to slow the spread, to save lives and to get all our lives back to normal again. So I suppose check in with government websites for more info and check in local support groups for reaching out and stay at home. Get your one hour outdoor time every day, which is really helpful, social distance and stay at home. This will pass and this will get better. And what we learn from this in terms of resilience, strength, coping mechanisms is going to be incredible looking back. So keep at it and keep going. And you're amazing 
and thank you so much for listening. I've gone a little bit over time today. I like to keep it around 10 minutes, but I think this is a really important topic to talk about and I'm passionate about it. And um, yeah, so I'm on Instagram at Orla Veronica and I'm on Facebook. My business page is Orla McKeating. And subscribe and start the conversations on, I'm on iTunes and I'm on SoundCloud. And yeah, have a wonderful week and I will check in with you again next week. And thank you so much for listening. Have a fabulous day.